Okay, so we're going to start. This is Hashem. Kudnechaydish to everyone. We're going to start um, a series on Chagadja with the Pirish of the Gain. It's not. It's not very long. Rebbe makes it a lot longer than it is in its original form. But uh, as he gives Pirushim to it. But if you um, you could see here in the original Kisveyadis, this is the whole thing. This is one. One version of it, there's another version of it. Like with the Gra, there's always, um, but, uh, you know, Reb Reb does, it brings Makairis and things like that, and we see what it is. A lot of the original, um, he brings in Akdam here, a lot of the original Kisveyadis of the Gra and the Haggadah never made it to Chargadja. They weren't there. The original first time it was put out was by his Talmud, Menachemendel Mishkalov, who... Um, heard it from the Gain one Lel Pesach when he was at his uh, Seder. And um, throughout its printings, the censors went through it a lot and uh, made a lot of issues with it. So there's different, a few different kisveyadis of it. Um, a lot of them are missing different things. And uh, Reb to try to put it together. He has it here just like in Shirashirim in two perushim. <coughs> we'll see how exactly we'll uh, we'll go through it. Um, we'll go through it. So the the. Um, so the, it's interesting because the guy calls it the Baal Haggadah who wrote this. Throughout the period, he calls him the Baal Haggadah. So I don't know, we, I don't know if anyone knows Klar, where, who was the Mechaber uh, of Chargadja. Um, and a lot of those Piyutim at the end in Nirza aren't Klar. They're anywhere from the original Baal Haggadah who put together the regular Haggadah. So I don't know if the guy is saying it was written at the same time the Haggadah was. Or whoever is the author, he's calling him the Baal Haggadah, part of our big book called the Haggadah. So, <clears throat> we start off Chagadja, Chagadja, the Zab and Abba Bisrei Zuzay, Chagadja, Chagadja. So, before we even look at the, at the, um, before we look at the, um, at the, uh, at the Gain, so, the basic idea here is that there's a lot of um, depth to the understanding of what Chagadja is talking about. If you do a, a Google search of Chad Gadja, or even amongst uh, from uh, websites, so to speak, and everyone, where everyone Baruch Hashem is a Baldover and a Baruch Hakaidish, and um, they all have been, you know, researching this a very long time. They give a lot of um, um, uh, understanding into what Chad Gadja is. It comes from folklore. It comes from folk songs. It was the local this. It was the local that. A lot of Narishkeit people don't know what they're talking about. It's clear from the Gain, there's a big Hashivas to Chad Gadja, um, and that's why it's put here into the Haggadah, as we'll see. And um, it's no less Hashiv than all the other things that we sing during Nirza, which all there, Echad Miyadeya, Adir Bamalucha, these things are Yisaidus and Inyadus and Kla Yisrael, Echad Miyadeya is all is Mamish Yisaidus and Amuna and things like that. And then you get to the story with Chargadja and everyone sings it and with uh, not a clear understanding of what's going on. There are many Perushim and Chargadja of understanding it, but we'll see with the guy in here. So the guy starts off and says, Klal Godel Etzleinu. There's a klal gadol atzleinu. There's some something very important that we all understand in klal Yisrael. Shakol ha toivos shahayu v'shayiu oid. There's a yisait. Any toivos that we had in the past and that we will have in the future. Bein ba'olam azeh uvein ba'olam haba. In olam azeh and olam haba. Anything that klal Yisrael has that's toiv in our history and in our future. As kulam yerashnu me'avisenu be'eish shabirach yitzchak as yakev. 
It comes from the brachas that Yitzchak Avinu gave Yaakov Avinu. If not for those brachas, we would have nothing. Nothing in Eilam nothing in Eilam Zero. <coughs> At the bottom he brings, that the Zayar says, the Rabbi Yosef says, if Chas V'Shalom, Esav, would have been Nisbarach from Yaakov, Lo Yishloit Yaakov Lo Omen. Yaakov would have nothing in all worlds. We would have nothing. Mamish nothing. Everything would be, belong to Esav. So therefore, anything that we have are from the brachas that Yitzchak gave to Yaakov. Now, so how did that happen? How did we get the brachas? We got the brachas because of Shnei Gedayizim. Two kid goats. Two kid goats that Yitzchak Avinu wanted, or Rivka Imenu told Yaakov, that's what Yitzchak wants. And the Gemara says, Yitzchak Avinu, what he, this is what he ate on a regular day. It's two, uh, two kid goats, such delicacies. One was for the carbon Pesach and one was for the carbon Chagiga. So it was talking about that night was Lel Pesach. It was Lel Pesach and there were mitzvahs to be done. And the mitzvahs were the Chagiga and the carbon Pesach. And therefore those two kid goats represented for Yitzchak Avinu, they were his carbon Pesach and his carbon Chagiga. And if you, and if you look in the Targum Yainazam Benuzil over there in in Parshas told us, and Shnei Gedoyeizim, when she, Rivka, told Yaakov Avinu to bring two Gedoyeizim to uh, Shecht, and I'll make Matamim for him, he says, Beferish, one was Lushum Pischa, and one was Lushum Karbon Chaga. One was for the Karbon Chagiga. So that's what the two Gedoyeizim of that night were for. Rabbi Seinu Darshu, but Chazal took it, and they said, "Kach lecha shnei gedaya izim taivim, taiv lecha v'taiv levanecha." Now, when she told them, "Take the two gedaya izim taivim," the taivim are it's going to be good for you, and it's going to be for your children good. Taiv lecha shetirashes habrachas. It's going to be good for you because through them you'll get the brachas. V'taiv levanecha sheyizku lahavi shnei seirim lechaper aleim v'yaimakipurim. So he's quoting the Madrash, Chazal, who tell us that it's not only good for you, it's going to be good for your children, that they're going to be Zaycha to bring two Seirim, and Yom Kippur as a Kapara, yesterday's Parshas, Parshach Haremais, Echol Hashem, Vechol Azazel. So the Madrash is saying that she was telling him that you're going to get something good out of it. Number one, the good thing for you is you're going to get the Brachas. Number two is your children are going to be zaycha to another two goats, Shnei Seirim. Those Shnei Seirim are going to bring about Kapara for Kla Yisrael and Yom Kippur. Venera. So says the guy, what's the pshat over here? They're What do the two goats the night of the, when Yitzchak is being Mavarich Yaakov have to do with the Shnei Seirim and Yom Kippur? So he says, Kemoisha Seirim Shal Yom Kippurim. So he says as follows, the guy is Mechadish like this. And he says, what happened on Yom Kippur? There were two goats. One was La Shem and one was La Zazel. What's this La Zazel business? So says the guy, well the one La Shem is Balachaper. The one La Zazel is Lefayes Es HaSatan. You want to go be Mephayes the Satan. 
And this is brought down in the Midrashim, he brings down at the bottom from the Pirkei Durbelazar, and it's really a Ramban. If you look at the Ramban in yesterday's Parsha, La Zazel, a long Ramban there, was very bothered by the fact, what's going on over here with this Sar La Zazel? Since when do we, Kla Yisrael, start going taking a, 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 an animal that starts off in the base of Amigdash, you go take it outside to the Midbar, of Makam Shmama, Makam of Shadim, of Mazikim, you didn't throw things over cliffs. Who ever heard of such a thing? This doesn't sound like us. This sounds like some Ayv De'Avayi Zara. That's what they do. We, Kla Yisrael, don't do that. The next parsha, Shkutei Chutz, the next parsha, right after the Avayi Zem Kippurim, yesterday Echareimah says, if you have a car, you don't shecht it outside. Man's very bothered. And in fact, when it talks about different chukim that the Goyim make fun of us, and they chepper us with, that you know, one of them is uh, Paraduma, one of them is Egla Rufa. And the, and the Ramban, if I remember correctly, says, the Goyim are cheppering us, what are you guys doing? You're the same as us. Calls man, you're in the base Hamikdash, and you say you're serving Hashem. No, we understand the difference between us and you. What's the Sarla Azazel? It doesn't fit in with your whole religion. You sound like you're doing, you're doing... So what's going on over here? So the Ramban talks about it, and we have all these Midrashim, Lefayas, and Sasotan. So the Ramban says a very interesting thing. Bechal, it's good to know. It's not really Nagea so much here, but it's good to know, to, to see the Ramban. The Ramban says, again, if I remember correctly, the Ramban says, Mashal Amadavar Daima is... If you have a person who makes, he's like the chef, or he's a, the caterer for a, for a king, and he makes a whole lavish um, a banquet for the king, and he brings it to the king, and the king says, listen, I appreciate what you're doing over here, and, I th- and I'm going to eat it. However, a little bit of this meal, I want you to do me a favor. I have a friend, I have a friend who lives somewhere else, and I want you to take some of it and go give it to him. So now, Who's the one who's really giving this food to that other person? Is it the caterer, the chef, or is it the king? The chef's the one who cooked it, right? But he's not the one who's giving it. He gave it to the king, and the king says, listen, some I'm keeping for myself, and some I want to give out shirayim to somebody else. So he says, what's really going on over here is we come in front of the Rabbi Shalom, it says you bring two shnei seireizim, and you stand them up lifnei Hashem. We give them over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what we do. Now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm going to keep one for myself, and one of them, I want you to go and take it, and go give it to the Satan. Go give it to the Azazel. I want to keep him quiet. You know, I want to, I want to make sure that he's satisfied, and he doesn't come over here, and he doesn't, and he doesn't chepper. So who's the one who's giving the Sar to the Azazel? We bringing it to the Sar Azazel? We're bringing it. We gave it to Hashem. Hashem said, okay, now that it's mine, I want you to go as a shliach for me and go give it to him. We're not doing it. And that's what we have to understand. It's not the pshat we're doing. That's why there's a gairol. We don't decide which one goes. Hashem decides which one goes. Hashem is the one who decides which one is the Hashem Because he's the one who's picking. We don't even get a, a say in it. We just pick it out of a lot. And Hashem says, okay, this is what I've, what I've decided. But there's this concept of being Mephayas as HaSatan. The concept. We spoke about this in the Megillah Shurim. I don't remember which one of the Megillah Shurim. We said over B'Shem Chassam Seifer in a few places. Some Seifer says whenever there's a Yeshua, there's got to be some type of peace that goes to the Satan. In one place, I think he says, that's why Daniel has had to be killed by Haman because that was a, some type of pious for the Satan, which I said I have no clue what that means, but kach, that's what the Chassam Seifer writes. And he says, 
Kima you have over here, the Sarla Azazel, and he, a few places he writes, and he writes this concept that there has to be some, whenever there's a big Yeshua, we got to keep the Satan quiet. Why? Because when we need a Yeshua, the Satan's there to say, hello, you know, I have all this Kitrug. So somehow we're able to keep him quiet. So that's what the Sawyer La Zazel is for. So he's saying one of them is the Chaper, is and one is the Bimefayes, to Bimefayes Es HaSatan. So he's saying over here as well, the same thing is the with the seirim, the shnei seirei izim that we brought to to Yitzchak. The shnei seirei izim we brought to Yitzchak. One of them is if you look in the the Evan Shlomo there, um, he says, "Ein likute tayra kemaisha seirim shemikerem malavaz hashal kacha seirim." Now in our Chagad, he just said v'chula. He didn't he didn't fear ice. He says kacha seirim shehevi Yaakov echad ba lekabel habrachos. I don't know exactly what that means. Where did how the Satan exactly get that second one by Yaakov Avinu? But the guy is saying that the two Seirim are one of them went to Yaakov Avinu, one of them went to be the Kabbalah as Habrachas, and the other one was somehow the Fais as Satan Shaloy Shaloy so the guy is setting up over here these, this Chad Gadja. Now the truth is, the truth is later on, later on, the guy is going to write that that is why, that is why it says Chad Gadja twice in the beginning over here. It says Chad Gadja, Chad Gadja. Why does it say it twice? And the reason is, he says, because one Gedi was Lanu. And the second one, that was, he writes over there, Le'esav, but Lefi, what he's saying here, it means, Le'fayas es ha-satan, we only kept one of the Chad Gadjas. The other one was given away somehow in order to be Mephayas the satan Because if you look at the way he's explaining here, why is there only one Gedi that we're handling? Aren't there two? We just said two. One Taiv Lach, one Taiv Levanecha. Right? Why are we only handling one throughout the whole story? And even though we say Chad Gadja, Chad Gadja, but we keep on saying the Zav and Abba visit was one Gedi that we're talking about. And the answer is, somehow in this picture, we only ended up with one of them. The other one went Lephias HaSasatan. But throughout the Midrashim, we see here that the aside of everything we have is because of that story when Yitzchak gave Yaakov the Brachas. So now... Uh, not, it could be not necessarily, I mean, they're not necessarily totally zebazet. The Satan comes whenever there's, he's Mekatrig, and he says, he tells us all about Averis and things like that. No, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. You're way down the story, guy, we're not, we didn't even get anywhere, right? So now, so now. So he says as follows, V'yodua, kol ha-brochus moser Yaakov avinu olav ha-sham l'vnei so now, Yitzchak gives Yaakov the brachas. Okay? And that's what we're going to handle with the brachas. Yaakov Avinu gave the brachas over to Yosef. And gam ha-bechayra nasan So when he, Yaakov Avinu, gave over to Yosef, he gave him the bechayra, he gave him the bechayra, and he also gave him all of the brachas. took from Ruvain. He took it from Reuven the Bechayra and he gave it to, and he gave it to, um, and he, he gave it to, well, there's two things. If you look at the bottom here, um, in the Eifah Shleimai, in the second one where it says, Gam HaBechayra Nasan Lai, 
So he says, it says over there in Divra Yomim, Va Bechaira Li Yosef. The Yosef is the Bechar. Ayin Bava Basra become a Psukim. Over there in Kufchav Gimel Bava Basra brings many Psukim that Yaakov Avinu gave, made Yosef the Bechar. Vaimer, one of the Psukim is, and it's good to see this, Vanina Sati Lechoshchem Achar Alachecho, Hashelokachti Miyare Amori Becharbi Uvekashti. So that's what Yaakov Avinu told Yosef when he gave the brachas to Menashe and Ephraim. And he told him, I gave you Shechem Echad Alachecha, one more portion than your brother, meaning I made you the Bechar. Ashelokachti Miyadu Amori, that I took from the Amori, Becharbi Uvekashti. The Gemara says, What do you mean? Yaakov Avinu fought with a, with a sword and with a bow. So the Gemara says, Through his Tvilan, through his Vakasha, he was Lakach. He says the Rashbam. What says the Rashbam? The first thing is that by the story with Shechem, and they went, the Bnei Yaakov went to fight against Shechem when they took Dina. Yaakov was mispalo for their success. Doesn't say that they're in the Pesukim. We only find later that Yaakov got angry for killing them, right? But the, the Rashbam tells us that Yaakov knew that they were going. If you look through the Mepharshim over there, the Rishayim, exactly what Yaakov approved of, he didn't approve of, there's a Rambam there. Whatever it is, here the Rashbam tells us Yaakov Davin for their success. And that's why they were successful in attacking Shechem, because Yaakov Avinu was at home davening for them. Number one. The Bechaira here is the Bechaira that Yaakov Avinu had from Esav. How did Yaakov Avinu get the Bechaira from Esav? We all know the story that he bought it from him. But the Rashbam tells us based on, the, uh, on this Gemara, that it wasn't, how was he zoichet to buy it from him? Because Yaakov Avinu was mispalel. He was davening and davening that somehow he should get the Bechaira. Esav was the Bechar, and Yaakov Avinu wanted the Bechaira. The Bechaira was the Gdula. The Bechaira was the one who was going to be Oivit HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Esav should be the Bechar. He happened to have been firstborn. Yaakov wanted the Bechaira. So we all know the story that one day Esav was so starving, and Yaakov Avinu took advantage of him, or didn't take advantage of him, and said, you want some lentil soup? No problem, sell me the Bechaira. But the Rishbam says that's the law, that's part of the end of a law story. Yaakov Avinu was always constantly davening that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should make him the Bechar. How is that going to happen? He had no clue how that was going to happen. Eventually HaKadosh Baruch Hu orchestrated it to work. But the Rishbam is saying, how did it happen? Because of his tefillah. Then he bring, that's the Rashbam. So the Rashbam over there is saying that Yaakov Avinu got the Bechaira from Esav through tefillah and therefore he was able to give it over to Yosef. So again, we're not talking about here just like we have a firstborn in Pidgin Abed. There was some, there was some chashivas here. There was the, the one who's the serving of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the title of Bechaira. And that's how Yaakov Inu was able to play around with it. It wasn't just, you know, he was able to switch one firstborn for another firstborn. Are you firstborn or not? You know, I mean, it doesn't work that way, right? But the answer is over here, the Bechaira before Matan Taira was the Bechaira of the chashivas of the one who's going to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yaakov had it from Asa that he got it, he was able to give over that chashivas to Yosef. Now, in Brachas, it says, Over there it says, 
Over there it says that he took it away from Ruvain and gave it to Yosef. Not that he gave his own Bechaira, Yaakov's Bechaira, over to Yosef. That that he got from Esav he gave over. It's talking about amongst the children themselves. And if you look over there in the Marsha, there's a whole, um, there's a whole, the whole Shiloh, because Bechaira, when exactly did Yaakov Avinu make Yosef the Bechar? If we assume it happened in Parshas Vayechi when he told him Menashe Ephraim Kerubim B'Shem Yili, and when he told him this pasuk, that's way after Mechiras Yosef, right? It's the end of his life. And over here, the guy's telling us that right away Yaakov Avinu gave to Yosef the Bechir, the brachas and the bechiras. We're going to see that's going to play itself out. So the Marsha is very busy with it over there. And that's what he says. Look at the Marsha. You'll see it really happened earlier. So the point is back to the top here is that all the brachas that he got, again, and these are the brachas that we only have any tithes from, he gave to Yosef and he gave the Bechaira to Yosef as well. And the truth is they go hand in hand, the brachas and the Bechaira. The brachas and the Bechaira. Because Esav himself, Esav himself who sold the Bechaira understood Mukhach from Rashi over there in Pasha's told us. Rebrev always said it's Mukhach from Rashi. It's not so Mukhach, I don't think. But he used to always say it's very Mukhach from Rashi that, um, that Esav knew that when he sells the Bechaira, he's selling the Brachas too. They went hand in hand. These Brachas and Bechaira go together. And therefore, when Esav came screaming that this is the second time he already, what's it called me? It's Mavura from Rashi that they go together. They go together. And he knew it. Esav, we, like we said many times, Esav doesn't play by the rules. He doesn't care. I, I sold it. I still want the brachas. Right? Esav is always there. You're giving it out. We're here for it. Right? Hashem's going to give out schar for Limer HaTayra. Esav's going to line up. What'd you do? I built markets. I built this. You did it all for yourself. Okay, but still, I'm here. You're giving it out? We'll figure out a way to get it. Esav is there always to take. Shali, Shali, Vishalach Shali. That's Esav, like it does in the Mishnah. That's not Klai Yisrael, it's not Yaakov. But, so they go together hand in hand. The Bechaira and the Brachas go together. So, Yaakov Avinu gave over to his son Yosef the Brachas, and he gave him the Bechaira. He says, I'll prove it to you. Look in the Birchas Yaakov. Where does it say bracha anywhere? It says everything about all the Shvatim, but the word bracha, it only says by Yosef. So that's where you see clearly that he gave him, that he gave him the... Um, he gave him the brachas. He gave him the brachas together with the Bechaira, so now Yosef has it. So what happened now? The brothers saw that Yaakov Avinu gave Yosef the Bechaira and the brachas, and they were jealous. And they were jealous. And they sold Yosef to be Mitzrayim to be Mavatel the whole thing. Mevato the brachas and the bechayra, and what happened instead? So if we want to know what shaykhs Chagadja has to Lel Pesach, besides for the beginning of the story happened on a Lel Pesach because that's when Yitzchak gave Yitzchak gave Yaakov the brachas. That entire story of Yitzchak giving Yaakov the brachas, Yaakov giving them over to Yosef, Yosef's brothers, the Shvatim, selling him to stop that whole process is why we ended up in Mitzrayim. Now, it's always good to know 
And um, this is based on the Gemara's in Shabbos, that the Gemara says that um, you shouldn't make jealousy amongst your children, the Gemara says, because of a small amount of two slime, the Ksainas Pasim, the brothers were jealous, and we ended up in Mitzrayim. So Taisvis over there, in Mesech the Shabbos, asks a question. He says, I don't understand something. Why are we blaming the Yaakov Avinu with the jealousy, with the Shvatim? Wasn't there a Brisbane Absarim? Brisbane Absarim that said, Vavod, they're going to be in Eretz, Loilahem, Vavod, Vinim, Azam, Arba Meyashana. So that's what Taisvis asked the question. So what, how could you learn a lesson from here? It's not their fault. So Taisvis answers over there that... Um, it's true, but could be there was more Inui that was Nigzer on them because of this. In other words, Vavod Novino, I saw him, there was a but now Chazal knew, Beruach Kadshav, that we suffered more because of the Mechiris Yosef. But the Gain says a very important thing there. The Gain says, Taisis Kasha is not a Kasha at all. And this plays itself out in numerous places. We might have much, once mentioned this a long time ago in Shirim as well. And that is a numerous, and that is like this. Even if there is a gzera, he says, even if there's a gzera, but there has to be something that activates the gzera to happen. Hashem makes a gzera, and that is that the thing is going to happen. But when is it going to happen? Why didn't it happen right away after Avram, when Avram Avinu's days? Why didn't it happen Yitzchak Avinu's days? Why did it only happen Yaakov? Even Yaakov told the Shvatim, why did it only happen that? Because even when there's a Gzeira, there has to be a Siba at a certain time to activate the Gzeira to happen. And he says, if this was the Siba, and we know that this was the Siba, so then he says, So obviously there's something wrong. It's not our job to bring Hashem's Gzairus about. Our job is to do our job and do what's right. If Hashem will figure out a way, how is Gzairus? We find Hashem brings bad things happening through people who aren't so good either, who are better. So he says, so every tsara, even if there is a gzera that is going to happen, there has to be something to cause it at that specific time. And that's what happened over here, that um, the, the, the brothers, through their jealousy, what were they coming to do? What were they jealous about? So the guy is telling us that they wanted to stop this process of the brachas and the bechaira being given up. If there's no Yosef, then somebody else is going to have to. Or all of them together. I don't know exactly how it's going to work. Or Ruvain, whoever is in, that's what they wanted to do. And because of that, because of that, Yardu, Avaiseinu, Lemitzrayim, and therefore our forefathers went, um, went down to Mitzrayim. And this is all part of the beginning over here of Chad, of Chad Gadja. Um, okay, you know what? I think we'll stop here for today. And we will uh, we'll continue, Ba'ez Hashem, next week. And continue and see what happens with our little Gedi over here.